When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Final stretch with Lori and Julia today. We got some fun stuff coming up here. A little Kathy Griffin audio and one of our favorite segments, Study of Duh. Thank you so much. Girl. Yes. Okay. I know you had to have watched this um, either last night or when it was on GMA this morning. I taped Nightline last night because um, Juju Chang sat down with... Kathy Griffin, and um, we've been fans of Kathy Griffin for forever. So, so long. Yeah. Absolutely loved my life on the D list. I introduced her at the Pantages Theater and yeah. kept, we would practice That's over awesome. and over because my neighbor was Kathy, Kathy Griffiths. You always call her and Kathy she's, Griffiths. And she's Kathy Griffin, Griffin. So we would practice it over and, and I was over. out of town. I just so did that I was in, you weren't there. She was his. Hysterical. Yeah. And, and then she had that terrible, terrible mistake yeah. of the president's photo. You yeah, know, that photo, she did that which was just a one off, wasn't even a planned part of the photo shoot. Yeah, but it was just you you the, couldn't recover the, from it. Yeah, she was she she couldn't recover it from it. And I think uh one of the reasons I mean Cher dropped her. Every she got she, dropped by really, a lot of friends. Which, Anderson Cooper, but I mean, I think Cher was even harder than Anderson Cooper because they were like great buddies. But people just dropped her like a hot potato, kind of surprising. Because I mean, you know, listen, comics always are pushing the limit and doing that kind of stuff. But you don't get somebody forever, right? And she got death threats. She got investigated yeah. by the FBI. FBI. I mean, I mean, the the it was the the Trump nuts went hard on her. But even us, I thought yeah. it was unacceptable. We didn't like it, but we didn't go hard on it. We weren't wishing her hate. We still no. liked her. All yeah. of that. Imagine, but it was the dumbest move ever. Julia, there are yeah. lots of dumb moves. Lots of dumb moves that happened with that, and it it was because it was the visual thing. But it was horrible. It, yeah. Any threat against any president does not go lightly. With it just the doesn't. It goes over well. No. So anyway, so but anyway, that happened in 2017, right. and so. Anyway, but she's really gone through a lot of hard times since, and we had no idea. And she was a disaster filling in um, for Joan Rivers on Fashion Please. Disaster. That wasn't a good fit uh-uh. with her. And, um, you know, but her stand-up has always been just so, so fun. But it really crushed her. That's when it all started with her, was that absolutely she was persona non grata beyond, yep. beyond belief so here's uh from good morning america her conversation with uh juju chang and everything that just happened since that dark chapter is the incomparable kathy griffin 
Controversial comedian Kathy Griffin. Lindsay Lohan, Mel Gibson, Jersey Shore, Real Housewives, everybody's going to Known for her in-your-face comedy, revealing a frightening diagnosis on Instagram Monday, writing, I've got to tell you guys something. I have cancer. I'm about to go into surgery to have half my left lung removed. Yes, I have lung cancer, even though I've never smoked. I was definitely in shock. I'm still a little bit in shock. Speaking exclusively to ABC News, the 60-year-old former fashion police star who recently opened up about her struggle with addiction says sobriety may have saved her life in more ways than one. There's no more Oxy, there's no more Vicodin. And so I was like, do I have arthritis? My joints are hurting. And so I went and I had a bunch of tests. Yeah, I just found out that it's cancer, lung cancer, though I've never smoked. I like to be the exception to the rule. Exactly. <laughs> Griffin says the cancer is stage one. Doctors are optimistic it has not spread. Lung cancer in non-smokers is not uncommon. In the U.S., about 10 to 20 percent of lung cancers occur in people who have never smoked or smoked fewer than 100 cigarettes in their lifetime. Other famous non-smokers who developed lung cancer, Donna Summer, Andy Kaufman, and Dustin Diamond. Comedian Joy Behar pointing out Monday on The View that doing stand-up in smoky bars early in her career could have contributed. She was subjected to a lot of secondhand smoke, as were all of us comedians. I mean, we used to be on stage and we, you know, there was always a joke, what are we, electing a pope? Because there was so much smoke in the room or it felt like downtown Beijing, you know? For Griffin, early detection hopefully means a quick surgery without chemo or radiation. And she's optimistic that she'll survive this setback. So what does the next chapter look like post-surgery? You know, you? the beauty is I, like, don't worry about that as much anymore, which is, by the way, an exercise. It's That's, work. You know, you don't plan a tour a week in advance. You plan it months or years in advance. So what I'm learning is, you know, not to sound cocky, but I think at this stage of the game, I think people know who I am. And I think it's okay for me to go, you know what, I'm going to see what comes in. I think I'm a survivor is what I, I, I think, whether I like it or not, I think I'm a resilient survivor. Is that it, Grant? Okay, yeah. yeah. And it was really, you know, she talked about getting hooked on um, pain pills. Break she, it in. And, she yep. talked about, you know, last year, I think in early 2020, uh, making a very real suicide attempt and took over 100 pills. And was that on the nightline thing? That yeah, that was on the nightline yeah. thing. And uh, she just said, I, I just felt like, you know, the whole world hated me. And then I lost, you know, and then I had personal loss happening in my, my mom died and, you know, her dear, sister, her sister died. Dear friends just turned away from her. Right. And um, so, yeah, she it was, she was very, you know, vulnerable. And then, um, she did let people know today that, you know, her surgery went well. Right. And she was very nervous about opening up about suicidal ideation and her prescription pill addiction. And she's going to AA and taking it one step at a time. And Clay Aiken, uh, you know, after Meghan McCain dropped his name into why she would never like Kathy Griffin or wish anything good for her. She said right. she was so mean to my friend Clay Aiken. He said, love and prayers for a speedy recovery to my dear friend Kathy Griffin. I know, I saw that. Selfless and gracious, she even hosted a fundraiser for my congressional campaign years ago. No tweet to Megan McCain. Right. So he just took the high road and 
just flip that one all around. But I, I just, I like her. It and made I just, my heart hurt for her. Insane. I mean, what she's been going through. Because again, mm. everybody makes mistakes and has bad taste at sometimes. Yeah. But, but she really got punished really bad. And to lose your dear friends. I mean, that to me, like, if you know, if I made a dumb mistake, I know I wouldn't lose you. Yeah. Right, right, right. You no. know, and to, to have that happen and her mom lived with her and then her mom died and. And her career, people her, were booking her, and you know all of that. Dumped. So it, it, it was it was really good, and I thought that. And her then the opening, isolation with COVID and everything, you know, would contribute to the prescriptive yeah. drug. She uh, never even drank. She's never had a t- drop of alcohol. Really? So it was just the pills. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. It was just it was the pills, but not just. the And pills, she was so when when I did introduce her, I remember I went to my friend Anne. Did you call her we Griffin? Went oh, no, I called her did. the right name. Okay, but she was so gracious <laughs> and yeah. lovely and funny, and you know she was she was just such a big darn deal. And yeah. the, my life on the D list, we laughed so hard at that show. Bravo's. First and, Emmy. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was, you know, so I wish yeah. her the best. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, Holly was nice enough and posted. Jennifer Aniston's got an interview um, that's in for InStyle, and she's wearing a Gucci suit that Harry Styles also wore. Oh, she posted it for us. They both look so great in that suit. And what does Jennifer Aniston say? What does she say? Well, she revealed her stance on COVID-19, she said she's cut unvaccinated people out of her life. She said um, people who don't listen to the facts and are basing their decision off of fear or propaganda, I just, I can't deal with it. Um, uh, she said, I've just, I've lost a few people in my weekly r- routine. So people who come and clean her house, maybe her manicurist, her who knows? yoga instructor. Yeah. But she said, I just can't deal with the fear of propaganda is the reason why. So we know that. We know she's, um, she said she's backed away from the news. She's not watching the news like she used to, but she's worried now about everything that's happening. So she's, she said, I didn't want to get back to the news. Right. Talks about the morning show. When is that? About when their, is that coming back? Grant, can you see if no, they've got a date yet look, for the second not, season? They don't, they don't have a date yet. Uh, they How do you that. know? Because it's right in here. Oh, it they says that. They're still All filming. Right. They're still filming, and um, well, and, you, and then she uh, got you know how great she felt when she got her second dose of the vac- vaccine in May, and she's like us, Julia. She got the Dolly, the Moderna. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and so, she loves J Lo's. She thinks J Lo has. Um, I can't believe she's such a good poser, and I love her clothes. <laughs> so who like, doesn't? And they're the exact same age. They're yeah. both fifty-two. J Lo is amazing. And then um, just yesterday, I think Friends merchandise came out, and it's a limited time only. It's at Friend Merchandise Collection, and. All of them are behind it, but it's to benefit a skin disorder charity. So all mm-hmm. the money, the proceeds are going to that. Yeah. So if well, you want some friend merchandise, it's available for only four weeks. Right. And, and, that, and we, that can go. Go ahead. We do have an actual uh, September 17th, 2021. It was released that the trailer confirms that the morning show will return to Apple TV for 10 episodes. Yes. September 17th wow. of 2021. Right. Well, of course, when she did this interview, it could have been a while probably ago. Right, way right. before September that. Yeah. Oh. September 17th, 2021. Okay. That was such a... Well, then a... you can get Apple Plus, and then you can watch For All Mankind, Julia. I know. 
That show's so good. I heard somebody talking uh, you, I, another show about like what an underrated show that is. And even when it came out on Apple Plus. And it has that beautiful man in it, Joe. Joe Kinman. Oh, gosh, mm-hmm. he's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Guess who wants to host her own daytime talk show? Who I'll now? give you clues. I saw she, previews for Nick Cannon's. No, okay. she stepped down from a very popular TV series. She said she was leaving for other opportunities. It took the whole cast. <laughs> oh, oh I Anna Ferris. <laughs> and she has nothing on her IMDb. Anna Ferris wants to host. I I was so mad at her. I feel like she dogged those people on the mom cast so bad. She did. And you know what she left for? To go do her talk show, her radio talk show. Her podcast. Yeah, her podcast. Unqualified. Yep. With um, Anna Ferris. It, and now she would she like She married to, her guy that she met, the lighting guy. Um, yeah. The one Lori. she cheated on or on mm, Chris Pratt, the lighting guy so. from Overboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to IMDb, she's done an a- she's done voice work for an animated series. Yeah, she's supposed to do a movie next year, and that's it. Well, I don't know. Here's what I say: I don't know how different Anna, Drew Barrymore, and Kelly. It seems like a lot of the well, same. Well, first of all, I'm going to say something. Not Could- afraid to appear daffy blondes. Okay, but <laughs> but Kelly Clarkson has talent in other areas, and she's genuine. And she can sing. Um, Drew Barrymore has met everyone and is Hollywood royalty since the day she was born. I'm with you there. So yep. she knows everyone. She right. has stories to everybody. Yeah. Anna Ferris is more of a newbie, and I don't feel like her connections are as rich as anybody's. I agree. And what she would bring to the party. The other two do bring talent right. to the party. All right, there you go. You All right, case, no talk show for Anna Ferris. Stick to the podcast, lady, and get back to movies. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Good afternoon. Hi. Hi. Let's talk about a marriage that happened late last year. What? what? John Corbett and Bo Derek. Oh, they got married last year? Yes, they secretly got married oh. in December after 20 years together. Oh. I love those two together. Yeah, so John Corbett revealed on the talk today that he and Bo Derek, around Christmas time, they got married. And he said, you know, Jerry O'Connell was like, hey, I kind of noticed your ring. And John Corbett wasn't necessarily keeping it a secret. He was just like, we didn't really have an opportunity to talk about it publicly until now. Sure. Oh. Yeah. So I like that. I could be watching the talk with Jerry O'Connell. I for, kind of forgot about I that. I forgot about that, too. I, he, we love him. Mm. He's finally gotten his daytime I talk know. show. We were just talking about, Lori was just saying Anna Ferris wants one now, and I'm like, ah. Yeah. She doesn't bring enough to the party. Yeah, I can see that as a television talk show person. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Perhaps there might be a little lacking there. Yeah. Podcast hosts, okay, great. But, you know, I think, you know, I heard your guys' argument yeah. about who is succeeding in the world of daytime talk right. shows right now. It's the Drew Barrymore. People Cal- with talent and connections. Yeah. And so that's kind of what's happening right now. Now, who knows? I don't know. You could give her, a, I mean, they give anybody at least one season of a talk show on we television. We have one, Julie. No, we I mean, she said show. on television, you missed oh. what she said. Oh, I see. <laughs> well, remember all back in the day, oh my goodness, if we could go back and who's had a talk show at any Everyone, given point. Everyone, even Chris Kardashian. Yeah. That's right. Oh, that Bethany was horrible. Frankel. That was the worst one. Harry Connick Jr. Yeah. That's right. See? Oh my goodness. So, you know, give her a shot if that's what she really right. wants to do. Well, congratulations to John Corbett and Bo Derek. They, of course, have been together for 20 years at this point. So I like they just, knowing that. Yeah, he said we didn't want 2020 to be the thing where everybody looks back and hated it. Mm -hmm. Let's get one nice thing out of this. Now we're going to shift gears into some sad news concerning Priscilla Presley. She is heartbroken after her mother passed away. Good Lord, how old was her mom? 90 something. 95 years old. Priscilla Presley is, remember, she was much, much younger than Elvis. Yes, that is true. So uh, Priscilla Presley, she is mourning the loss of her mother, Anna Iverson, and she said that she was the light of our lives. And so may you rest in peace, Mom. So giving a nice tribute there. I saw cute pictures of her with her daughter, um, Riley Keough, in Hawaii. Oh, well, they're both Less just darling. Week. Just yeah. kind of having some mending time. Priscilla was like seven years younger than Elvis. Is that it? Yeah, that was it. Okay. Well, he was 21 and she was 14. I'm looking up her age right mm-hmm. now. So, you know, they were both young. And they're they're both young. He's 76 years old. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and now they, we look back on it with our eyes, we think, wow, someone let their 14-year-old daughter date a 21-year-old. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you know, different times. <laughs> Different perspectives. Speaking of different times and different perspectives, we're getting a different perspective on a classic fairy tale this fall. Cinderella is getting remade with Camila Cabello starring in the title role. And Billy Porter is playing the character Fab G, previously known as the fairy godmother. Oh, I love that. (laughs) I love that casting. So this is going to be, they're they're not calling it a musical. They're calling it musically driven. So you can in Hollywood speak that how That's you will. Okay. I Musically like that driven, it's it's just going to be dialogue then with the the different iconic song moments. So this got a first full length trailer. It dropped this afternoon. Camila Cabello starring as an ambitious young woman who dreams of a bigger world. She's a dress designer in this. She's not uh, being kept by her stepmother. Oh, oh, okay. I mean, I'm sure there might so be a stepmother a element. Different take. In. Yeah, and so we're getting Adina Menzel, Minnie Driver, James Corden, Pierce Brown. Who does James Corden have pictures of in Hollywood that he keeps getting in all these types of shows? Exactly. Well, let's run it down. So James Corden is in the musically inspired Cinderella. He was in Cats. Mm -hmm. He was in The Prom Mm -hmm. on Netflix, the Ryan Murphy musical. Yeah, man gets around, doesn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Billy Porter was talking on this day about this new interpretation of Cinderella, and he said of this, very often, our old fairy tales can be slightly problematic for modern-day consumption. Mm-hmm. This version speaks to that as it very much is about the empowerment of women and as a result of the need and necessity to tell diverse stories that are inclusive. I hope I it's good. That. I hope it's good. I do too. Yes. So this is going to be out. It was, you know, supposed to be out in the movie theaters, but then sometimes we're not doing the movie theaters. So this is going to drop on Amazon Prime on September 3rd. Very 
Very cool. Very cool. So let's talk about more casting. Ashton Kutcher, Reese Witherspoon, they've got a new project. Oh? This is going to be a rom-com. Yay. So it's called Your Place or Mine. And uh, this is going to follow two best friends on opposite coasts who see their whole lives change when they swap homes for a week. So it's kind of like the holiday. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, just in not the holiday. <laughs> he and he really doesn't act much anymore. No, he doesn't at all. No, because anytime we hear about Ashton Kutcher, it's because he's investing in tech companies mm-hmm. and he's not going to space with yeah. Richard Branson. Mm-hmm. You know, well, you know, he was in the ranch on Netflix. Yeah, that's true. So that was on for a while. Of course, that show kind of had some problems. I, I like the I like uh, yeah Danny Masterson with Danny Masterson. Um, right. I I like these two. I hope it's going to be a good movie. I do too. Yeah, I hope it's cute. Ashton Kutcher sometimes. Some I, yeah. Oh. What is it about him? What he? Mm, there's always something about him that I always feel like kind of douche frat boyish. A little bit, mm-hmm. a little bit, just something under the surface. But you know what? Reese Witherspoon is charming, so hopefully her charm can. Uh, How about Jennifer Coolidge eating, tearing it up on White Lotus? Oh, oh, she's amazing. She's amazing in that show. Every, everyone is actually kind of great in that show, don't you guys think? Oh, wonderful. Well, Julia, I watching I it. Watch Grant's watching it. Oh, it's it. so good. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Yeah, very cringy. Now, that that's, we've established, Julia, you're not watching The White Lotus because no. it's just too much secondhand embarrassment yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, <laughs> basically. Oh, but Jennifer Coolidge, oh, she's amazing in that. The White Lotus, HBO Max, dropping every Sunday night. It's it's a fabulous show. I hope she gets more jobs now because I think she's been underutilized in Hollywood like Gene Smart was for a period of time. Oh, yeah. And now we have the Gene smart mm-hmm. with Watchmen, with um, Mayor of Easttown, and Hacks, with Hacks. Hacks. So she's a triple threat on HBO yeah. Max. You know yeah. what? One can only hope that Jennifer Coolidge kind of has that deal with HBO as well where it's like, oh, okay, yeah. you're in this show. Maybe we've got some other things that we want to yeah, put I you hope in. So. Yeah, let's keep our fingers crossed for Jennifer Coolidge. She makes me want a hot dog real bad. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Seth Rogen is alive and well, you guys. Where, is, where has he been? Well, he's getting stoned and making pottery, but apparently... There was a TikTok that questioned his well-being because his social media pages are mostly about pottery right now. He's he's told us that's what he's been doing, smoking pot and doing pottery. Exactly. Yeah. Well, somebody was really interested in Seth Rogen in as much as they were worried that he had been kidnapped or died. Somebody was was like, have I seen Seth Rogen lately? I've seen a lot of photos of his vases. Haven't seen a picture of Seth Rogen's face. Being that they have a crazy hypothesis that Seth Rogen was kidnapped by a ceramicist, mm-hmm. Seth Rogen is like, no, that is not true. Yeah, I wonder oh, how many like little, little, little bowls and cups that you just make and bowls, cups, pipes. What you know? Yeah, and just here, you just keep take getting it, back. Keep, and you keep giving them away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, happy Tuesday, guys. Thanks, Holly. Thanks so much. With all that cat news, it's time for one of our favorite segments. A duh. 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 This duh. is the study duh. of duh with noted duh. academic duh. journal skimmer Lori. Everybody knows. Uh, yeah, everyone knows that, though. Yeah, and everybody knows, and I happen to be skimming um, social psychological bulletin, and I got a couple of really good stories. All right. So, uh, do you think, would you say, would you agree that most Americans, like 9 out of 10, 
you know, try and engage in sustainable practices on a daily basis as far as the environment. Recycling. Mm-hmm. Maybe not using plastic bottles anymore. Always carrying your own water bottles because they've got so many more water faucets to fill bottles at yes, now. Yes. And would you would you be not surprised? using as many baggies? Would you be surprised that the millennials are the most concerned about carbon footprint? Not at all. I would hope they are. Eighty percent, followed by Gen Z at seventy one percent. But the knowledge gap that happens is that um, people don't know. What carbon footprint means. You get lots and lots and lots of answers about carbon footprint. Okay. Do you guys know what carbon footprint is? If you just were to toss it out there. I I think so. Go for it. Go for it. Well, I think it means how much gas I use, how much, um, you know, of um, our recycle, our energies I use, how much I'm using, how much water I'm using, how much... This is what people think it is. Oh, am I wrong? Yeah, this is what everybody thinks it is. You're in the majority. This is what people think. think What my usage is of of our natural products. Yeah, it's the uh, amount of carbon dioxide released into the atmosphere as a result of the activities of a particular organization, a community, the world, or you yourself. That's what I just said. If it's big enough, but it's the amount of carbon dioxide. Right. Okay. okay, that's the thing. It's that's the tricky the, part. Okay, through the... Okay. That's the tricky part. It, 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 but it could be like the trash that you use because the carbon monoxide used to... Carbon dioxide. Dioxide, excuse me, to, to get that and burn that yes. could also be really part yes. of it. Yes. Yeah, so yes. it's not just your car or it, your airplane. Yes. It could yeah. be your trash as so well. So it's all the carbon dioxide that's released into the atmosphere from anything that you do is what carbon footprint means. So, um, So here is... Here's a question for you. Would you like to see carbon food food print? I heard about this, Lori. I did hear about this. So it's like non-GMO, so-and-so, so-and-so, how many calories, and and how much carbon footprint was used to make this product, like your hamburger. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of interested. Are you? Grant, how about you? Um... I see the necessity for it. Do I want to be reminded of how many things I'm doing to infect the environment? Because I'm constantly reminded <laughs> enough. Probably not, but I definitely see a need for it. Yes, because <laughs> a lot of st- I mean, I I drive around a big truck. I drive a right. lot. I fly a lot. I don't really my oh. my footprint's probably pretty big. Yeah, to be yeah. Well, West Coast residents do the most research regarding the impact the food that they eat and the snacks that they have have on the planet. Duh. Duh. Right. Yes. Duh. Three times more than the Midwest. Right. It never even occurred to me. No. Um, I think now, though, with climate change and everything that we're seeing yeah. so happen right in front of, front us, of us with the smoke that we had in our air last week from the fires, from the droughts, people are so aware. And the smallest steps could make some exactly meaningful I think, difference. So, and if I found out that something uh, ice cream uh, used a huge carbon. <laughs> What would you do? Cry for you, Argentina? I would. (laughs) I'd be really bummed. Yeah. But I I don't know. It just seems like, is that going to make the food more expensive? Because is it hard to figure out? Like dice, uh, you know how that labeling. Is. If you got to put on the label, you know, you know you already see all the meatless companies and those guys talk yeah, about we it. Don't worry about products. that part of it. I mean, people okay. are already working on this stuff. All right. Yeah, people are. We are. I mean, worried. there's meatless chicken wings. There's meatless. Mm-hmm. Um, what what's the latest meatless thing that yeah. just came out last week? I don't know. I mean, it's everywhere. But but it's climate change. Very real. 
Right. Very real. It's in our face. It is. It feels like a post-apocalyptic times between the Delta variant and unvaccinated people and the climate change and the smoke and the everything. Oh, good grief. I don't know what to say about that. Anyway, but now you know carbon footprint. I like Carbon it. dioxide mm-hmm. released in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So this is why Leonardo DiCaprio get, does get yelled at. Because he flies around in private jets everywhere. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> the what... rich people who are preaching to us yet fly, don't fly commercial. They yeah. use just, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so uh, here's another one. Older, this is a study. study older, women who have, older women who have best friends are less likely to be stressed out. Of course. Of course, I know it. And you've got someone to share the burden. Yes. Or share your woes or share your thoughts and concerns and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the University of Illinois. And to make you laugh and say, get over yourself. Yeah, staying close with friends into midlife can help lower the amount of stress-related hormones that women have and the amount mm-hmm. of stress that women just have in general. And older women have uh, the advantage when looking at female friendship among younger women and then amongst older women. And um, older women find it easier to communicate with strangers, which positively impacts stress levels. I would I would agree with that, you know, and you're more open to say, hey, we have a common interest. You want to do this. I mean, last night I played pickleball with three people I met on a pickleball court. Yeah, that's but awesome. I didn't know mm-hmm. who are older than me. Mm-hmm. They're all retired. They're really good. Yeah. It was super fun. Right. Easy to talk Easy, to. Easy, maybe... simple. And it was really yeah. fun that because I don't, you know, I don't. It was just so nice. Well, the university, the research from also from Marquette University on friendship and being an older woman in order to deal with stress that women befriend female peers. That is one of the ways that women cope better than than men do. Uh, It's much different than the old traditional fight or flight, which is more of a masculine response. And they also looked at how selective women are about who they call a friend they theorize that women engage in more social pruning as they age, pursuing a closer and more high quality circle of friends. And social pruning. Pruning. Jennifer Anderson just talked about her social pruning. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. There word. might be social pruning. That may be, be our new word. Uh huh. Doing some social pruning, and they looked at women between. I've been pruned. Yeah, they looked at <laughs> they looked at women between eighteen and twenty five, and women between. Um, 60 and 79 years as the two uh, comparison. And while younger women, could, younger women could communicate with more efficiently with their friends sure. using fewer words, they didn't, they weren't as comfortable communicating with just strangers. Oh, got it. On okay. the other hand, older women could easily talk to both friends and strangers. Yep. So... Anyway. We don't care anymore. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So, I see that one. Yeah, I, that seems like a real dumb one. Uh, but a good news dumb one. Yeah. Yeah. And then also people are going to keep up. Uh, people stop shaving their armpits during the pandemic, and women plan to keep it that way. Yeah. When's the last time you shaved your armpits, Jules? I, I had, um, <laughs> I had, had um, electrolysis. I don't have hair under my armpits. See, that's awesome. Yeah. I did it years Jessica. ago. You, I can't remember did why it years you did ago. it. Because why not? Yeah, because you were so hairy? No, I'm not hairy. You know I'm not hairy, Lori. You, <laughs> yeah. you live with my brother. We don't have hair. Right. No, but I didn't want to shave. Right. Okay, well. So I just had it done when they were doing two for one. Young women no longer feel peer pit pressure. 
They're just we kind just of talked their... about that. I, I yeah, to each his own. You can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, but it used to. I have a sweating thing, so I don't want to have a lot of yeah area for it to... peer pit One... pressure. Used to be a real thing. Yeah, I younger guess... women don't feel the pure pit pressure uh, uh, pressure anymore. One. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends. Blinded by the item. Listen wherever you get podcasts, and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And see, one and three say, yeah, they feel societal pressure, but they just said they started shaving at fourteen because their friends did it. But now, because of COVID and everything, people, I remember, I remember people are saying, screw we used it. To, I shaved my arm once when I was young just for something fun to do because it was so exciting to be able to shave. Oh, I know. I, I mean, know. I remember shaving my arm and I'm like, I don't even have hair there. Oh, I know. Yeah. And the hair on my knees hung over my socks until eighth grade when my dad finally <laughs> said we could shave. <laughs> it's pathetic. I was like, oh, dad. Lori, you are right. not allowed to He's shave. He's a yacker. Yeah, he has no. blonde, fine hair. Yeah. Me too. It's, I have a lot. You just yeah. can't see it. You can't see yeah. it. Unless you're close. You and can't then it's see like, it. Whoa. And my last study of duh okay. is that seven out of 10 Americans make sure that they have snacks. With them at all times. You guys are definitely in that boat for sure. You know we always have snacks. We have to have our snacks. We We just to take care of ourselves. Free show snacks, absolutely. Anyway, well, we're not alone, Julia. Good. All right, we'll be right back. Hey, everybody! It is Tuesday. I feel like we've been a little bit productive today. I don't know, but uh, I don't know if it was really that productive. Was it? I got I got two cavities filled. Oh well, all right. Were you productive today, Grant, outside of work? Outside of work? Uh, well, no, not outside of work. No. No. I walked the dogs this morning outside there of work. There you go. Here, here's something. No, we have to talk about the bizarro oh. Netflix show, Cooking with Paris. That okay. We have to play this trailer. Okay. When we heard that she was doing the show, we're like, I don't think of Paris Hilton as cooking at all. No. I see her going out to restaurants. Having room service in one of room her service and having yeah. like a chef that yeah. would come in and do stuff. And we're like, what is this show going to be? So we posted the trailer. The show premieres tomorrow on Netflix. We're going to just play a little of the trailer. And t- everywhere there's Chanel and Fendi, um, you know, little contain everything Dishes, in the kitchen has a is, logo on it yeah chanel or fendi okay. i had no idea that you know there would be so many bowls of it's quite a lot of a look and she's in you know head to toe glam no not an apron in sight and people like chris jenner kim kardashian demi lovato so so Weedy are her different guests that you see in the trailer paris hilton finally sharing her culinary expertise and kitchen prowess as you've never seen her before. It's hot. Literally. Though her kitchen is no simple life, this is Cooking with Paris. Wait. Oh, it spoke too soon. Ew. Welcome to my kitchen. 
love cooking. How are you getting your feathers and everything? I'm a natural. You guys watching at home, we did this wrong, so do it the opposite way for this part. I'm a party girl, let's eat this party jumping list. I'm a party girl, let's eat this party jumping list. I'm not a cook. I'm a party girl. I'm gonna teach you. I burn the diamonds off. Yeah, definitely. This is your cookbook. Yes. Harry's pasta. Did you study this beforehand? What is zest lemon with the tongue? What is a tomatillo? No, okay. I just went in. Okay. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. It could be sorely funny. I couldn't figure out if it was a ridiculous act, somewhat ironic, someone sincere. The gra- the graphics are very bewitched. Yes. They, totally. And the hair is very 60s. and uh, Yeah, but when but when she was like, what's a blender? I, I was just like, okay, that feels like a stone girl in her early 20s, not 40-year-old Paris Hilton. But I was just You were, you were in love with her. You loved her so much. I think this might be kind of funny. Well, let's watch an episode. She does one of the best things uh, that looks like she made is she took she made craft mac and cheese, cheese yes. and then she heaped in a pile of shredded cheddar, mozzarella, and parmesan. I like that. Like every cheese you could imagine, and that looked good. I love that. Well, the base of Mac Craftman is so good. Yeah, and then I she mean, made a funfetti cake that she put like extra, like she bought like a flan and put it on top of it. Oh, it sounds good. <laughs> I lo- there was a part two where she said, I burned the diamonds off because she has a diamond spatula. Right. And she's putting down hamburger patties and she fries the Yeah, so I'm not <laughs> sure... I'm not oh. sure, you know, because kind of hanging over the show, you feel like, oh, is this our little, you know, our little, our little pretty blonde lady who does not want to grow up, you know, but now she's 40 and so she's like stepping a toe and we did hear, hear for, she wants to have a girl named London. That's kind of cute because she's Paris <laughs> and, and a, a boy, boy named Milan. Uh, Vegas. Okay, I don't Vegas. know. Okay. But also yeah, a city. I can also see a that. City. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't know. I was just like going, I'm not sure what this show is. It seems many shows, in but one. I feel like that's like Snoop Dogg, and you know, um, yeah. But Martha knows the, how to. She cook. does know how to cook. Yeah, I feel like this could be the show for those who don't know how to cook really well and can 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 relate to the struggle I think this that it show is a hundred percent for Paris Hilton fans. I'll That's watch it. it. I'll watch if it. You like Are Paris you a big Hilton? Paris Hilton, Hilton fan? Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the what was it, the rich life or the the, uh, the simple life? The simple oh, life. With, with, oh, I mean, I, you guys every, have more in common than I think. Yeah, yeah. I think that is the reason why people watch the show. Nothing to do with cooking. No. It's just like if you like Paris Hilton, yeah. and you get a kick out of her. And you want to see her with her, like she's doing one episode with her mom. So Kathy that would be Hilton, very funny. Yeah, you know. So we'll see. It's just six episodes. So oh. you know, that's all it is. I'd love to hear her say, "How do you say cucumber?" Just for fun. Right. <laughs> I know it. I know well, it. You she's know, that that's a playoff. Hilaria Baldwin, uh, right? Yeah, just to how kinda, do you say cucumber? How do you say uh, cucumber? <laughs> oh gosh! Did you guys? I don't know if you guys were into it as much as I was, but Money Heist. Over the past year or two, the Spanish. Oh, I, I watched the first season of Okay. That. It was I, good. I went all in. Mm-hmm. I've watched them all. 
But season five, the trailer just came out, and it's going to air September 5th. Have they left the bank vault? Are they still in there? I think they did at the end of the last oh, one. Oh, okay. No, they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they did. They went to an island. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. Spoiler alert for people, but who cares? You'll yeah. still watch it. There's but still I was, a lot to be had in that. That kind of yeah. got redundant a little bit. I've had so. Towards the end, because there were characters you're just like, don't listen to that one. She's a pain in the butt. Yeah. She's never going to grow up. One of them that had a name of a city as a name, like Brazil, or she did have like a name of a city as a name. I can't think of what it was, but that was just released. And um, other things that are happening, Lori, is the people are talking about the show. You two watch Animal Kingdom a lot. Oh, because oh. it's back and it's fantastic. <laughs> it's, uh, it's such a good show. And I don't know what it streams on. What it's on TNT? Amazon Prime. It on it's Amazon. a TNT show, but you can catch right now all but the current up to five, up to the fifth season on Amazon Prime right now. Okay. How so. far in are you? I'm Grant? two. I'm halfway through the second season. Tonight we'll kick out three. We kick out two or three episodes a night now. Oh wow! So good. We can't. You I mean, guys. and I sneak in a little Love Island, of course. Yes. <laughs> all right. Have a good night, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.